global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pelletier. You have it sound of the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange as we wrap up trading on this Tuesday, June 21st. Folks from Alzheimer's Awareness ringing the closing bell. Back-to-back gains for stocks higher in three of the last four sessions. And we are brought to you by Brooks Brothers Big Event. Their semi-annual sale going on now through June 28th. Shop early for the best selection. Visit brooksbrothers.com to shop the entire collection or to find the location closest to you. Stocks advanced with sentiments susceptible to swings before Thursday's vote Thursday on Britain's European Union membership. Energy producers, tech companies leading the S&P 500 index higher today. Fed Chair Janet Yellen offered a subtle change to her outlook from less than a week ago, saying she and her colleagues were on watch for weather rather than when the U.S. economy would show clear signs of improvement. Bob Dahl is with Nuveen Asset Management. He was interviewed moments ago right here on Taking Stock. We heard from uh, Jenny Yellen this morning, and she's indicated, look, they want to raise rates, but the conditions have to be right. Uh, Brexit is one of them. If Brexit happens, uh, I think there's no way they'll go in July. If Brexit doesn't, that's, you know, the first check mark, and then we have to reverse the horrible employment report we saw um, at the beginning of this month for the month of May, and then that gives us the opportunity to consider raising rates. The tenure down 430 seconds, looking at a yield of 1.70%. Gold tumbling 2360 the ounce to 12.68, a drop of 1.8%. Crude oil down 52 cents, 48.85 a barrel, a drop there of 1.1%. And natural gas up today by six tenths of 1%. So again, recapping, S&P 500 index up 5 to 2,088, a gain today of three tenths of 1%. 402 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Hillary Clinton says a Donald Trump presidency would throw the United States back into recession. Mrs. Clinton spoke to supporters in the battleground state of Ohio. You might think that because he has spent his life as a businessman, he'd be better prepared to handle the economy. Well, it turns out he's dangerous there, too. Just like he shouldn't have his finger on the button, he shouldn't have his hands on our economy. The Bill Hillary and Chelsea Clinton Foundation was among the organizations breached by suspected Russian computer hackers. That's according to people familiar with the matter. But a spokesman for the foundation said he wasn't aware of any breaches. Prime Minister David Cameron is urging his fellow Britons to vote to stay in the European Union. Mr. Cameron said a Brexit vote would be bad for the British economy and bad for national security. I've seen it time and again at a very practical level that we are safer in Europe than out on our own. The so-called Brexit referendum is Thursday. The Rolling Stones are bringing an exhibit of more than 500 recordings and artifacts, including guitars, costumes, and personal diaries from the band's archive to New York in November. Exhibitionism was launched in London in April. This fall will mark the exhibit's North American debut at the Industria Super Studio in the West Village. Tickets go on sale in September. Global News 24 hours a day. 
powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 100 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks higher, S&P advancing five points to 2,088, back-to-back gains up today by three-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Peloton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. called Movers and Shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and Shakers for Tuesday, June the 21st, 2016. The constituents of the S&P 500, 311 issues moving higher, 188 declines, and six remain unchanged. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist, joins us now to begin our Movers and Shakers. Dave. Wasn't a great day to be in the auto parts business, I'll tell you that, Pim. Uh, Bank of America Merrill Lynch cut its auto industry sales estimates through 2018. They also brought down ratings on five stocks. One of them was Borg Warner, which is one of the day's worst performers in the S&P 500. That stock down almost 4%. American Axle Manufacturing down about 6%. Lear down almost 3%. Metaldine Performance down 5.7%. All those stocks cut to neutral from buy at the Bank of America Merrill Lynch. And they also reduced another company, Cooper Standard, to the equivalent of sell from hold. And Cooper Standard shares falling 3% on the day. Well, speaking of cars, Dave Wilson, CarMax, which, as you know, is the largest U.S. seller of used autos, is closing down by nearly 5% today at $48 and change. It's uh, the most in more than two months. Now, it reported first quarter revenue and profit that trailed estimates. Sales growth was the slowest in nearly six years. Cost rose. I think what's so interesting here is that uh, Seth Basham at Wedbush Securities, where he's an analyst who covers CarMax, notes that it's getting a smaller portion of its sales from subprime customers because of slower traffic and tightening credit. He says, over the last few years, we've seen very easy credit to those types of buyers, and that has probably pulled a lot of sales forward. So we're seeing a little bit lower demand. Subprime auto sales, of course, have become a bigger part of the market and a bigger question as well. But CarMax bearing the brunt of some of that today, Pim. Let me tell you about the shares of Adobe, uh, mainly because they just released their uh, quarterly results. The shares in after hours trading down a little bit more than 1%. This despite the company reporting record revenue. company comes in and says that second quarter adjusted earnings per share was $0.71. Cents. The estimate was for $0.68. Cents. Revenue matching estimates at $1.4 billion. But right now, shares of Adobe down about nine-tenths of a percent. We'll watch the share movement in after-hours trading. Well, we definitely had some movement on the deal front. Energy transfer equity, which is... Uh, They've been trying since last September, or at least they made a deal last September to buy Williams. So you're talking about a couple of pipeline companies back getting together. I mean, since then, their share prices have fallen. They've gone back and forth against each other, uh, claiming they didn't live up to the terms of the deal. Energy transfer saying, you know, the purchase can't be completed because it hasn't been uh, designated as tax-free. Well, Delaware judge heard arguments between the two companies, 
and said it matters whether attorneys raise this tax issue in good faith. And the idea that maybe uh, energy transfer can get out from under, I mean, if it doesn't close in a week, they're able to walk away and not pay any penalty. Energy transfer shares were up almost 17.5% in today's trading. And uh, Williams was one of the worst performers on the day in the S&P 500. That stock down almost 3%. Well, interesting that uh, Lennar is actually closing a little bit lower today uh, because they had some actually pretty good news. They're down about 1%. And that's in spite of the fact that they reported fiscal second quarter earnings that beat analyst estimates. A lot of focus on the improving job, job market, boosting confidence. But in fact, I think what's so important for Lennar is that they have been able to operate with relatively large profit margins because they were smart. They loaded up on land at distressed prices after the real estate crash, and they have lots of divisions like multifamily and commercial real estate asset management and finance that are benefiting from that. Well, they mentioned on their conference call that uh, their operating margin may be down as much as half a percentage point for the year, and that's a contrast to what happened in their first and second fiscal quarters because that margin actually rose. So that may well explain why the uh, shares moved lower after initially rising in response to the results. I'm just going to tell you quickly about Opco Health, the symbol OPK, mainly because uh, Dr. Phil Frost, the chief executive and the founder of Opco Health, previously been a guest on taking stock shares of Opco Health up today by more than five and a half percent this after the Food and Drug Administration approving its drug called RailD, and it is designed to treat hyperparathyroidism. Now, you have to recall that back in March, uh, the drug RailD was initially rejected by the FDA, but today it was approved. Shares of Opco Health higher by 5.5%. And, Pim, uh, this is justifying Dr. Frost's optimism that it would make get that approval when he joined us, as you said, just last week on Taking Stock. Now it's time for the Volatility Index Report brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures, so see disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Well, the VIX... Uh, Eking out a small gain, it's closing up about a tenth of a point at 18.49. Now, it's recovering from a small drop to 18.28 today, which uh, would have been the biggest back, back drop in three weeks. But with Brexit ahead and the Brexit vote, we may see some increased volatility in that index. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Mr. Wilson! Hey, Mr. Wilson. Tell us about your stock of the day. It has to do with Elliott Associates. That's right. I mean, billionaire Paul Singer's firm has had a busy week, and it's only Tuesday. First, there was Dell's deal to sell a software unit to the activist investor's new private equity arm and the buyout firm Francisco Partners. Then came Elliott's disclosure of a 9.8% stake in a security software maker, Imperva. Now, this company's been publicly traded since November 2011. Ticker is IMPV. Company shares peaked last November after more than quadrupling from the initial price. Then they tumbled as much as 60% as the two most recent earnings reports proved disappointing. Now, Elliott disclosed its imperva stake in a filing late yesterday. Uh, filing referred to imperva as materially undervalued. Elliott said it's begun talks with the board about ways to lift the stock price. And the arrival of Singer's firm sent shares of Imperva to their biggest one-day gain since October. They climbed almost 12.5%. 
Dave Wilson, thank you so very much. Our stocks editor joining us on Movers and Shakers on Taking Stock. You can follow him at The One Dave on Twitter. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, and this is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Bentley University. What do rebooting America's oldest ski shop and crunching numbers at Vistaprint have in common? An MBA from Bentley University that prepares graduates to innovate and lead because business is everywhere. Prepare here.